Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Let's talk sports. The $10 million, 10-year, $375 million contract that we're told that Tom Brady is signing or has signed with Fox Sports to be their expert star analyst. $375 million over 10 years. Daniel Lust is a sports attorney and law professor at New York Law School. Dan is, uh, has got quite the practice. He's very well known in the U.S. You'll find him on Twitter, at Sports Law Lust, at Sports Law Lust. And uh, Dan, thank you for coming back on the program. I always love talking sports. I don't do it nearly enough. The money is huge, $375 million for 10 years for Brady. He never made that as a quarterback. Well, maybe now he is, but not for most of his career. Uh, Roy, always a pleasure joining you. What's interesting is that at least uh, you know post career, there are athletes that make you know maybe thirty million, forty million off the field, off the court. That someone like Shaquille O'Neal, you know, with his different advertising, but uh, it's it's unheard of for someone to be making this much as a broadcaster without ever having done it before. And then Roy, on top of it, no one has ever made this much as a broadcaster. Period. Uh, Brady is setting. Records, but yet he's never been in the booth. So it's a it's a very weird contract. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's another term to to explain it. And then Roy, maybe the most interesting part is that the contract doesn't even kick in until Brady is done playing. So I don't know. Last I checked, Brady had a very successful campaign last year. I know he retired, but uh, you know, at least temporarily. But he's got plenty left in the tank. So unclear when this contract is even set to begin. So definitely a uh, contractual oddity. It is, and it's. We're talking about a five-month season, approximately. So, three hundred and seventy-five million over ten years is thirty-seven point five million for five five months. Break that down. I did actually did the breakdown. I, I can't even find it anymore, but I did the breakdown as, as to how much he would earn per day for a five-day week, and it's more than a you know than than a construction crew would earn in a year. It's it's just just phenomenal money. Are you surprised, Dan, ever at the money that's thrown around? You know, I guess what people need to understand is the landscape. There's a musical chairs going on with uh, football announcers at this point. Uh, Fox had had, uh, you know, Troy Aikman and and Joe Buck, ESPN poached them for tens of millions of dollars. And then Amazon is now entering the space and throwing their money around. Um, So Fox, you know, I've seen the money going up and up. It certainly hasn't reached the level of $30 million annually. That's, that's not a number that makes sense. But, you know, then again, if Michael Jordan ever expressed an interest in going to the booth, maybe he would have broken records back then. You know, th- there's been comments, uh, you know, in recent days, you know, does an announcer actually increase the ratings for a particular broadcast? Uh, former, you know, ESPN executive John Skipper has yes. been on record. Yeah, it is. Well, in, in your case, <laughs> yes, but you, usually it's the matchup of the teams. But we've never had a player of the stature of Tom Brady being in the booth. You know, Wayne Gretzky, you know, is not calling games. He's now in the studio. Right? Michael Jordan never called games. So maybe that's Fox testing it. Hey, can a name like Brady actually increase ratings? So 
maybe that's the gamble here. But it's certainly, again, an uh, unprecedented contract that's been handed out. Yeah, let me talk about some other things that are going on in sports with you. Uh, you're involved with uh, Colin Kaepernick's case, are you not? Um, I my, my firm is, but uh, we uh, I don't know if there's any active litigation left, but my firm uh, you know, was handling the case once upon a time. May I ask you for your thoughts on on that particular situation? Yeah, I mean, certainly the the case has has long been settled, and obviously Kaepernick has not been back to the NFL. Um, But it's a you know it's a case that's been brought up, obviously, with the Brian Flores litigation. Uh, That's a case with a uh, you know an African American head coach, a former head coach, suing the NFL for uh, in a class action lawsuit for. Uh, you know, uh, I guess it's widespread racial discrimination across the league. So certainly Kaepernick's name has been in the news with respect to that case um, mm-hmm. in particular. It's probably the closest analogous case that we've seen in, in modern pro sports. Yeah. Uh, Denver Broncos wide receiver, a new story now. What's going on with that? Uh, Jerry Judy, a wide receiver, very highly thought of uh, wide receiver coming out of Alabama. Uh, he It's actually a very interesting one. It faces came across my timeline, I think, um, Wednesday, but he was charged with criminal tampering in the second degree. No other information provided about his arrest. So you look into criminal tampering in, uh, in, in the state of Colorado, that can be uh, disconnecting someone's utilities, like their water, their electric. So it was very unclear what he was charged with. Uh, and then uh, it, it came out that it was uh, in the second degree, which is basically uh, taking someone's property in a, you know, in a, in a criminal-type mischief way Turns out he had taken uh, a cell phone and I believe a wallet of uh, was someone he was in a relationship with and locked it in the car. Uh, it's relatively a minor offense, but you know when there are criminal charges pressed, usually a suspension comes calling. So e- even though that charge seems relatively minor, the fact that the police were involved, the DA's office there issued a statement, uh, might indeed result in some type of suspension here. And he's, he's a very highly thought of player. Probably number one weapon for uh, Russell Wilson, the new quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, you know, Dan, as I as I watch news stories develop, uh, become sports and news become the same story, and I can see how uh, the legal profession needs to be there and needs to be present and needs to represent uh, the players, and and it happens a great deal. I had uh, I had an email. I sent, I sent you this in my email to you, a listener who's a Cleveland Browns fan. And as a Baker Mayfield fan, and doesn't like the idea that Baker Mayfield is basically being tossed aside by the Browns for Deshaun Watson, and he says, "I don't want to see Baker make. I don't want to see John, Deshaun Watson play quarterback for the Browns when he's got sexual assault uh, um, complaints against him." How, how do you see that developing? What's going to happen with that case? Yeah, that's that's probably the biggest story in our world, um, and there's another one that that probably dovetails with it, um, which is probably relevant to both. Trevor Bowers is a star pitcher in baseball who was uh, had his own type of sexual assault allegations. He was suspended by Major League Baseball for two years, uh, unpaid, so not going to be on the field. Uh, I think he had three different accusers. So that's baseball kind of setting the message. The guy was not convicted in criminal court, not found liable in civil court, just accusations, and he was suspended for two years uh, based on that. Deshaun Watson over in the NFL, obviously different league, different set of rules, uh, but has 20-plus accusers accusing him of a form of, uh, different form of sexual assault, but you know, in the same uh, you know, uh, ugly-type allegations. And that is a player that, as of today, has not been suspended. Uh, he has made, uh, you know, he was fully paid last season. Um, and the optics are certainly messy that a quarterback, you know, with these type of messy allegations, obviously, again, innocent until proven guilty, um, you know, in, in the United States. But 
the allegations are still, you know, very messy. And, and if at the end of the day he is proven, uh, uh, you know, and liable in civil court, and he's allowed to play with this hanging over his head, it's it's certainly very messy. So, you know, us uh, lawyers in the academic space, we find it very odd that uh, baseball is coming down so hard on a guy like Trevor Bauer, former Cy Young winner's best pitcher in baseball. Uh, and the NFL, at least as of today, uh, Deshaun Watson seems like he's starting week one. And uh, Baker Mayfield is probably the most expensive backup in, in football history. So, yeah, again, a very odd situation going on with the Browns. It is. And uh, so when you look at the world of sports and all the stories that are developing, it's such a complicated reality, Dan. And, and I can see how legal representation becomes more and more necessary. Let me just ask you the final question that has to do with um, Stanley Cup. You like the Rangers? Um, I do like the Rangers. Uh, we, uh, we had a big group uh, watching the game all together for game six last night. Um, I like the Rangers in game seven. And, Roy, I was listening to your thoughts. I watched game five when Crosby got hurt. And, and ba- barely anyone noticed. They said Crosby's out with the concussion. Normally, everyone would notice because that player is, uh, you know, there's a big retaliation. There's another hit. People just let that go. And all of a sudden, the Rangers have momentum winning games five, game six. And now a home game, game seven at Madison Square Garden. So I like the Rangers, Roy. I, I uh, you know, I, I think hockey, okay. is, hockey is better with the when the Rangers are playing well. It's it's okay, Dan. It's okay. You know, you have to remember. I mean, I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. We got all the way to the finals last year and have the number one pick um, th- this year. And and my all my friends in Ontario are Maple Leafs fans, and they haven't. Nobody from the Maple Leafs has picked up a Stanley Cup wearing a Maple Leaf sweater since 1967. So, Roy, I'm going to surprise you. My in-laws are, are my in-laws are from Montreal. They're Canadian fans over here. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.